It's a new year and it's time for new possibilities. And child, do we ever need them? Cricket Wireless can help you make the easy switch to the mobile plan that's right for you, starting at $30 a month. Smile and switch to Cricket. Activation and other fees and restrictions apply. Terms subject to change. See store for details. Shorty swing my way Show look good to me Now would you please swing my way Shorty swing my way Swing it over Stepped here, off in the club shorty. on a Friday night Yes <laughs> Looking for a man that'll do be right First move that I made was on the dance floor <laughs> You know you can't find that song anywhere but YouTube I don't know why I it's all, literally only the remix. That's how I ended up picking that song for this week because I was on the phone with Antonio. Shout out to Antonio. And he started singing the song. So he was like, yo, you know you can't find it on Apple Music? So I said, well, let me check Spotify. You got Spotify? He was like, no. Nah. So I said, let me check Spotify. Spotify only has the remix. I said, let me check Tidal. Tidal only has the remix because it was on the Can't Hardly Wait soundtrack. Um, but... The actual song that we all know and love, the original by KP and Envy, not a group, by the way, <laughs> is nowhere to be found on any streaming service outside of the tubes of you. But anyway, praise the Lord, niggas. How are you today, sis? I'm okay. I am safe and I have what I need. Um, you know, so that's yes. going to be my response from now, now on to times get better but you know i'm i'm okay i think that's fair yeah that's fair i'm right there in the same place with you you know we're in the in the uh throes of a blizzard <laughs> outside right now um i want to say i heard last that the snow was up to the knees yeah it's snow here in the dmv too uh not as much we don't have um Feet of snow like y'all got but uh it was more ice it snowed oh, yeah. pretty much all day yesterday um and then last night over in the night it was freezing rain so there's like a heavy layer of ice over what fell yesterday um mm -hmm. so i have not been outside since saturday um <laughs> so <laughs> good luck to everyone uh When's the last time I went outside? Maybe Saturday, actually. I think Saturday was the last time I, I went outside also. And I got my groceries on Friday. I thought I was going to do way more, but I didn't. So I'm actually kind of proud of myself. Um, I'm actually kind of irritated as well. I'm like, there are things you could have gotten on this list. Because, you know, usually your girl be over prep, mm -hmm. freezer be popping, you know, busting open. Can't keep it closed, so... But anyway, uh, we are here uh, this week. Uh, we are both, you can hear it in mm -hmm. the voices. I think everybody is here in life right now, I think, for the most part, from what I'm hearing. Very grateful, but also you know, it's very, just, very much acknowledging, yes. you know, the heaviness of, of all the circumstances that we're navigating. We're still in, mm -hmm. you know, we are still very much being impacted by covid is still very yes. steadily taking the lives of of 
people people that we know people that we don't mm-hmm. know and it's just a an intense time um and so i'm definitely thinking about and praying for everyone who is dealing with some kind of loss some kind of uh yes grief um because it's i definitely yeah. feel that um, one of my close friends lost mm-hmm. her mom and i just been praying her mm-hmm. praying for her holding her in my heart all day because it just seems to be getting closer and closer man <laughs> and uh y'all are still yeah. out here um you know acting like this is not a thing at the parties um going to the club i'm seeing flyers for super bowl parties and people having functions at their homes and all of that and listen i mean everybody if you mm-hmm. got if you are sure of yourselves and know that you're doing things safely then more power to you but i just i and my nerves cannot take it <laughs> um no 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 i have my my very very close quarantine um which are my three to four people that i see where we are all very diligent about being in a crib and we're the only people we see <laughs> um and not in group settings even, even with everybody isolating, not even in group settings. And you can't, you, you just got to be cautious right now. You just got to be cautious. And it's not the time to be shaming people for, you know, their precautions or what they're doing to keep themselves safe. Because like he has said, more and more every day, we're seeing more and more loss, you know, people affected by COVID, family is affected by COVID, friends affected. So you know, we just gotta, we just gotta try to look out for one another. Like, it's not that difficult. But what am I preaching for? <laughs> like, what is this even for? Shit has been going on a whole fucking year. <laughs> so, all of that. But um, we got trash to get into. Pretty heavy, actually, this oh, week. So I think let me get my. I think we up. might be able to distract ourselves quite Ooh. well with that. Shall we head? <laughs> I guess we might as well. Okay, let's go. Let's do it. Okay, I'm going to start the trash off this week with some positivity before we get into mess. Um, So Stacey Abrams... Mm. If you don't know who she is, queen of, queen I think of you all live, the world, uh, and, <laughs> as far as I'm concerned. Exactly. You must live in a treehouse. But she's been nominated for a Nobel Peace Prize. I did see that. Which I think I, is pretty, pretty I dope. I am mm-hmm. really, 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 uh, I'm ecstatic, right? It actually pushed me to come to look up, like, what is the criteria for being nominated for a Nobel mm-hmm. Peace Prize because I mean I just felt like just the part of me that be on the internet and be knowing <laughs> how uh you know the the world works felt like I might need to be ready to defend because <laughs> for some people who might be asking questions and carrying on mm-hmm. um I would just love to to have my my receipts ready for people um to know what you know what are the different uh, criteria for receiving a, a peace, Nobel Peace Prize who has received it before and you know it's just you know I think it's I don't want to get into all of the all of the facts about about the award itself mm-hmm. but it is 
mm-hmm. know, just in terms, she's. I think she's being considered because of her grassroots work for voter reform in uh, Georgia yes. and in the South more specifically. Yes. Um, and for the- Yeah, specifically for um, promoting nonviolent change. Absolutely. And, um, you know, her, her mm-hmm. really systematic approach to getting information disseminated um, to folks who are marginalized um, and all, all, unfortunately the victims of misinformation, you know, and no information, mm-hmm. lack of access to resources and information, people who live in food deserts and, you know, also under, also impacted by other means of systemic oppression in this country. Um, it's mm-hmm. also fascinating that Jared Kushner is also <laughs> nominated for this year's oh. prize, which I don't understand. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know okay. at all okay. what that is a whole I don't know what what that's oh. about. Um hmm. but yeah, Abrams was nominated uh for her work on voter registration and rights. There's also uh Greta Thunberg has also nominated. Mm-hmm. Um and other nominees include the Black Lives Matter movement. It's all is also listed on this year's uh amongst this year's nom- nominees nominations. So um yeah. We'll see how it all plays out. Well, shout out to Stacy. Shout out to Stacy. <laughs> for sure. Shout out to Stacy. And we'll see what happens, but she deserves. She absolutely deserves. She has been putting in the work for for time, as Kia said. This is long before um a lot of us, including myself, knew her name. Uh, or what was going on, you know, unless you were I may be on the more local level or you paid attention a little bit closer, but I know those such as myself did not know Stacy in her grassroots days. So shout out um, to a black woman who's been putting in the work. Actually being actually about it. Some, right. Some act recognition. For, for sure. It. Right. And getting her just due. Yeah. Being about it and getting her and hopefully getting her just due. But the nomination in itself is we're going to celebrate it. Absolutely. Um. Okay. So, you know, this... The internet just never fails. It just never fails. So, Chloe Bailey of mm. Chloe and Halle. So, the girls, you all know who Chloe and Halle is. Uh, they are protégés of Beyonce. Beyonce, Beyonce. And they are a sister duo. Mm-hmm. Very talented. Mm-hmm. They have since branched off uh, and made their own individual Instagram accounts, which justifiably so these are two grown women mm-hmm. one's 22 one's 18 or 19 or something i believe but grown enough and you know forming their own identities and so chloe has been you know getting busy on her instagram account and niggas have had a lot to say about it so let me ask right there um when you say niggas Please, like, mm. just unpack. Niggas is all encompassing. Absolutely. All gender uh, and genders. All, bo- all right, yes. racist creeds. Absolutely. <laughs> all. So I just, because I, I too yeah. have been a little taken aback uh, by all of this um, public response to, to this young mm-hmm. lady using her Instagram very much like everybody else does. But, um, 
<laughs> I mean, hello. Uh, but have we not to... seen more? I, I didn't want to interrupt you. But I mean, it just—I I was struck. I was talking this morning to someone. I was like, I'm really baffled. I mean, if I just think about as many busted challenges as I have seen amongst my own network Sis. of of people, Sis. and I mean, now the silhouette challenge is now a thing. So I just think silhouette the challenge. amount of everyday people who are busting it and taking their clothes off under the red lights or I don't know. I mean, just doing what they want to do on their social media. As many people as I have seen doing that, I was really struck to see that folks had a problem with how Chloe was using her own social media. Cause I think if it's good enough for y'all, then why isn't it good enough for her? Now I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if I missed something, but based upon the post that I saw no. that Chloe put up, of herself it didn't look like it was a huge departure than it from anybody else's instagram that i'd seen so i was i didn't understand why she was getting so I've much i've literally backlash. not seen anything that's a huge departure from from anything that I, I have seen far more on this good internet <laughs> i have seen way way more we just saw a blue face out at the strip club and it was like, I, I mean, it was probably 12 pussies across the screen. You know what I'm saying? Busting it wide open. And this young lady wants to do a busted challenge or what or sage in her draws. And y'all got a problem with it. First, and call her attention seeking. First of all, I can guarantee she's not seeking the attention of your poor ass. But I just, Let's what is the difference clear. between, like, why is somebody like Lizzo celebrated? For embracing her body, embracing her sexuality, loving herself as she is, why would mm -hmm. why wouldn't the same why can't Chloe do the same thing in the same spirit? Because I get the same vibe from both of both of them. Even, like I mean, unless I'm missing something, but I don't understand. I just I am. Well, I know Lizzo has dealt with her own share of of ridicule as well, but. I think the whole the the issue is people not minding their own. Well, business. that's always. I the think root the issue the itself is why are you all so concerned with what somebody who has nothing to do with your daily ins and outs? Why are you so concerned about what is going on on their personal Instagram account or in any facet of their life that has nothing to do with you? That is the ultimate question. Well, she's seeking attention. Okay, so what? She's a human being. Human beings like attention. Now, however that comes, we can discuss the nuances of that in another in another episode. But attention. let's talk about first. Of, what's wrong what? with people <laughs> wanting the attention of another human being? Why do I you mean, all make it seem like it's so wrong? It is arguable that anyone who has a social media page and anybody who posts anything is seeking attention in some way, shape, form, or fashion. Um, and I don't know. Like, I feel like if Cardi B and Meg can make a song about WAP and the whole world will go up and talk about how everybody has a right to celebrate themselves and their bodies, if Meg mm -hmm. can, you know, drive the boat. <laughs> and I mean, I just feel like if every if it's good enough for everybody, like, I don't know. I just, I don't understand why Chloe mm -hmm. is being singled out in this way. Um, is is because people have a really bad habit of holding people to standards that they have set, and that's not fair. I mean, I think it's just a, it's a number of things. It's it's you know I think about this a Sorry. lot because you know I'm I I am always been fascinated by you know 
how young people who have such large platforms, like the gift and the curse of having a large platform during such a formative part of your life, right? Because when you are 22 years old, um, you're literally figuring out who you are and what that means in in the Mm. world in some really... Mm -hmm. uh, serious existential ways right it's like you know you're dealing with you know your the way that you see yourself and how others see you whatever insecurities um that you are are uh you know harboring and fighting you know you're literally trying to understand yourself and your place in the world and to have to do that Mm -hmm. in front of millions of people as another layer Mm -hmm. so you know while you know and, and thinking about accountability and compassion and, you know, just kind of being realistic in how we engage and think about social media as, as a curated space that people, um, you know, allow us into certain levels of, of their certain, uh, certain levels of their life, but like without completely, cause I mean, we follow Chloe, but we, we can't say that we know her <laughs> like you know we follow her we listen no. to her music mm-hmm. we support her we love her and we think that she's super talented we've been following her career you know her and her sister have been making music for these last few years and we're proud of her but we don't know her as a person right and i think social media you know oftentimes it just it just makes people way too familiar and, and people are out here making judgments mm-hmm. and comments on an individual who you do not know um and so i don't know i just I'm glad that that folks have been rallying around. I saw um, Halle Berry and uh, folks, Halle Berry, <laughs> folks like Wale, um, you know, other Sierra, mm-hmm. other people have been posting mm-hmm. to, you know, just encourage Chloe. Um, and I'm glad, I'm glad to see that. But you know, it's just like I just there's just so much there's so much freedom and peace in minding your business. Oh God, help us! Because Ooh, if we were all just freedom and peace, there's just so much freedom and peace in minding your business, worrying about yourself, your social media, your life. I just think there's just so much mm. freedom and peace, right? And I mean, because your business is enough, right? I just I'm learning that the the deeper I get down into my business, I recognize that if I just consume myself with my own business, I have less and less time to be worried about anybody else's. So my God, and I have enough. I have enough of my own like, business to be taken care to, of. If, the, I mean, I think that's that's might be a good metric or indicator. Like if you don't have enough business of your own, then perhaps you should spend your mm. time trying to get some business of your own right because because chloe's bills are paid Mm. she don't have no she don't have no tax liens she don't owe no student loans she's not you know what i'm saying like you know what are her you know she she don't have a lot of the concerns that a lot of you niggas have (laughs) so (laughs) what in the world would we be having now when you you say niggas when we have (laughs) when i included myself because i have student loans I'm saying I got other business. I have other business. I have tax. I just paid my tax bills. You know what I'm saying? In December 25th, I got, I got, I paid my tax responsibilities for 2020. God is good. My thing is though. Yes. 
I am so consumed with that, with my own savings account, with my own credit score, with my own to-do mm. list, with my own email inboxes, with my own DMs. I'm so concerned mm. with that that I don't really have time to be worried about the fact that Chloe is in her her own house in her own drawers, <laughs> lighting her own sage, <laughs> doing her like own I just like what chair. the world. <laughs> Like y'all are just y'all really the got mad and took your fingers to the internet to to comment on this young lady's life, right? Like you don't have no business of your own, girl. Mm-mm. Really? And you do don't you, have I'm your so, own. Do you know how grateful I? What were y'all doing at twenty two? Listen, I mean, okay. you have to be, what were you? What, can you get somewhere mm. and be worried about your own COVID nineteen test results while you out here worried about Chloe? I just. Uh, I would really love to see the amount of chlamydia <laughs> positive forms. Have you got, when's the last time you got your blood work? work? Have you got a pap smear in the last three months? What in the world? Have you checked your titties for lumps? Good have God. you checked your nuts for lumps? Like, I know you all have other things. What about gracious. that mold you yes. have? Have you looked have, at, have you had that mold looked at? When's the last time you've been to your primary <laughs> care physician? Okay. Are your tax documents in saying. order to file for 2020? What in the world are you worried about Chloe for? Is your gas light on? What are you worried about Chloe? <laughs> Is your check for? engine light on? I know half of you tires indicator lights are on been, because I've been in the exactly. Ubers. <laughs> when the last time you've been to the dentist? Do you have any cavities? Are your mm. side teeth still Ooh. in your mouth? Why are you worried about Chloe? Are your wisdom teeth impacted? I just feel like there are so many things that we could be concerning ourselves with. I haven't Facts. the time, the interest, or the energy to be worried about this young lady's anything. I want the, doing a busted challenge know, I, on Instagram. I, I want the best for her, just like I want the best for all of y'all. You know what I'm saying? God bless Chloe. Yeah. You know, get out here, get this bag, make this money. You know, get. This Disney check is she the one that's going to be the Little Mermaid? No, that's the oh, okay. Sister. Well, either way, go see your sister in the Little Mermaid, girl. Whatever. Okay. <laughs> I just don't understand. But she is ignoring. Thank God she she responded to these people <sighs> with a teary Instagram live. But she did say in the Instagram live that she can't be worried about what other people have to say about her all the time. And she knows what her intentions are and why she does the things that she does. And that's what's important. And have you drank enough water today? That is what's important. <laughs> have you? Have you how many lotion? glasses have you, you had? You know what I'm saying? Like, how many ounces of water have you had today? Why are you worried about Chloe? Do you have those little dry patches in between your toes? Yeah, all your fingers? Did you lotion thoroughly? Did you lotion your elbows? Did you lotion the, part of, the parts of your body that are covered by clothes? Did you do that? Oh, okay. Do you have any crust in your eyes? This is what I'm saying. When's the last time you've been to the eye doctor? Have you changed your contacts mm-hmm. this week? <laughs> like, what? Like, when's I the last not. time you changed your sheets? <laughs> when's the last time you changed your toothbrush? You worried about Chloe and you need to be worried about yourself. How many sets of sheets do you, you know actually have? Do you have enough to when's rotate? When's the last time you busted down your baseboards in your own house? You know what I'm saying? What are your windows when's looking like? When's the last like? time you deep conditioned your have hair? Have you changed your shower curtain liner? What are you worried about Chloe for when you have other business to concern yourself with? Have you changed the lint trap in your dryer? What like what are the things like these are the things? Do you only have Lunchables and Hennessy in your apartment? That's what I'm if saying. that's the case, you don't need to be worried about Chloe. Time, have you changed? Have you changed the baking soda in your refrigerator? When's the last time you clean your refrigerator? Okay. When's the last time you had a healthy poop? Listen, 
Listen, when's the last time you've been to the bathroom? That's a good question. Okay, what color is your stool? Do you got blood in it? What color you is it? And consistency. <laughs> I mean, we could just go on for the hour. I just want to know why good. y'all are in Chloe's business. And I need to know. I hope this is like, do your kids know their multiplication tables? Like, what is it? What are, what are we What are we thinking about here? Okay. What are your cuticles looking like? Cat. You know what I'm saying? What are your cuticles looking like? <laughs> Just take a quick look at your hand right now and say, oh, goodness, look at my own cuticles. What are, are your plants dying? Have you researched why? Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Have you worn When's a- the last time you changed your Brita filter? What are you? What is the dust looking like on your bookshelves? Are your light, are all your light, mm. is your, uh, are your light bulbs working? Have you checked the batteries in your smoke detector? Like, I just feel like, oh my God, that's what I was about to say. Is it beeping? <laughs> oh, I was literally, is your smoke detector beeping? <laughs> are you wiping your ass with napkins? Yeah. When's the last Listen, time you re-upped on toilet I paper? I mean, do you have any flushable wipes handy? <laughs> like, okay, are all your, this appoint- is what I'm saying. I mean, there are just so many things that we as a people need to be worried about you know in our own lives and our own livelihoods and our own households i just wish that we would leave chloe alone facts period facts facts thank you so much um people we should not leave alone (laughs) And, and people who are not leaving other people alone allegedly Woo, this is ugly so uh clifford Mm. Clifford Harris mm. 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 and Tamika mm. Cottle. Can I just mm. say, we mm. talk about, mm. we got to talk about mm. T.I. entirely too much on Getting Grown. I'm sick I mean, sick way too much. Oh, holy God. We've already talked about your inappropriate commentary <laughs> on your daughter's hymen. Mm. Lord God. From you just, dying. you are always, you, uh, always talking out the side of your neck just all types of vocabulary but they don't mean nothing we are just, and now here you are again in danger in our conversation okay so go ahead and read <laughs> well we yeah Mm-mm-mm. so your boy and your girl are um in the news for alleged sexual assault allegations many many of um, them like <laughs> many many different many okay. many uh 30 i mean the last time Uh, i heard it was 19 the numbers are still rising oh oh i when i had to read on it today from um when i had to read up on it today i yeah i was like okay so it's 30 30 different people who have now responded at this point Mm. um and they are alleging that you know there's many many allegations it's a lot of uh drugging and us and mm. rape sorry but that's what it is mm. um mm-hmm. and so they are vehemently denying it mm. um there's a lady who's at the forefront of it i can't remember what sabrina her name she was friends with them sabrina that's right and she was allegedly a part of the whole situation had had willful sex with them multiple times and helped them to recruit other girls for these trysts and things and then um, now they're not on good terms. So they're saying that she's crazy and she's saying that they're terrible people. And I'm saying that this is messy. And if this is real, then lock them up. Hmm. What a disaster. Because that is just dangerous and disgusting. So if this is tr- if this is true, if this is true, y'all can't get away with this. 
because this is foul on so many levels. Mm-hmm. So many, so many disgusting levels. And I just, I sit in prayers and peace for every single one of those. Um, for anybody who's ever been a victim of of anything like this, I send, I send prayers and peace because nobody deserves that. Um, then Shekinah made an Instagram live. Mm. She got on Instagram live saying a lot. Um, as usual. Including... <laughs> She's always saying a lot. Well, she said a lot and a lot. So she was talking about the Sabrina lady and going off about her. And you, I heard you, blah, blah, blah. And you, blah, blah, blah. And just going in on her. But then in that, she says, and when you was the one who was helping them to recruit the girls. Mm. Okay. So you're not helping. (laughs) If you're getting on here to defend your friends, (laughs) you're not helping the situation. Um, Because... That's just more admittance in my eyes. So, like I said, if if these allegations are true, then then get them out of here. And anybody who's like that, get them out of here. You don't need to be walking the free earth because you are dangerous. And black women are in enough danger and black people are in enough danger for, then for you to be perpetuating that in disgusting ways. Like, come on, bro. That ain't right. Um, and lastly, I wanted to save this for last. We watched the Wendy Williams uh, movie oh, yes. and documentary. Yes, we, yes. <clears throat> we watched it, I think, as a unit of black people. <laughs> we did. We watched it as a family. It was very, it was, it was quality did. time. Kia and I were in our group chat Indeed. for a minimum of four hours. <laughs> <laughs> because as you all know I mean, Wendy, the movie was two and the documentary was two Wendy common and she literally our took our lives Shariel over created a did mm-hmm. Wendy Williams took our lives over for four solid hours I never saw that happening in my black ass life it was it was a takeover it was a takeover and Shariel created a bingo game did uh, that we a bingo drinking game oh, yes, that we she played did. while we were watching the movie on the group chat. <laughs> we all had to print off our own. <laughs> that is correct. <laughs> and anytime um, breasts were mentioned <laughs> or cocaine or <laughs> it was a number of things. So many things. <laughs> but we had a good time. But sis, I wanted to get your thoughts here, live and direct, you know, <clears throat> for the people. Well, you know. On what you thought about the, uh, you know. Honestly, uh I I think I came away from the experience having learned a lot more about Wendy Williams as a person. Um, yes. And as Agreed. such, you know, I feel like I, I had, it, you know, gave a lot more context to, to the character that is Wendy Williams that I feel like I have been, yes. um, you know, you know, listening to for the larger majority of my life. You know, mm-hmm. we grew up in New York Wendy Williams being on the radio was a very, very much part of my socialization. It was a big, it was, mm-hmm. <laughs> I was, I was around for Wendy on High 97. I was around for Wendy on BLS. I remember, <laughs> I remember these times very vividly <laughs> in my, in my life. And so, I mean, I, I, I watched and I watched the show when it first came out. Um, really proud of Wendy kind of in this come up. Um, 
Mm-hmm. I think, you know, as the seasons progress I, and work, you know, working, I didn't watch it as much. I did kind of keep up with her and, and watch her after show on YouTube quite a bit. It just just because, you know, flaws and all, when, Wendy's entertaining and she tells a good story. No, absolutely. Um, and so absolutely. And I, I, I have I have followed her for quite some time. And I think that this both the movie and the documentary really did add some color and dimension to Wendy as a person. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, you know, we hear her side of the story. Um, and she told right. it the way that only Wendy Williams can tell it. But I actually only have to Wendy say, can. I have to say that I walked away from the movie and the documentary way more entertained than I thought that I would be. Oof. Um, yes. Um, <laughs> and, uh, I, I just, I, I have respect, I respect, you know, Wendy, I don't al- always respect her approach <laughs> or, you know, mm-hmm, all of mm-hmm. her decisions, Ooh, a good way of putting it, yes. you know, all of the decisions mm-hmm. that she's made throughout her career. But I respect that those have been it's been her right to make those decisions and move how she wanted to move. But I, I have to respect how she built her career um, from nothing on, on radio. Yeah. And made herself into the queen of all, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. The queen of all radio, me, queen mm-hmm. of all media, as her, as her book was titled. And I really am, am um, it was proud to see how she has is in the process of reclaiming her life and her identity after dealing with the trauma of, you know, her tumultuous, toxic relationship, um, you know, <sighs> And all the other other things. Yeah. So I mean, you know, I, I, I wasn't am, mad yeah. that I watched it. Of course, I watched it with you. Mm-mm. You all. It was that, and that always, you know, makes every every experience, every watch TV watching experience better when I get to watch it um, with the group chat and with Twitter because you know we was carrying on on the Twitters as well. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I had my I had my my food. I had my drinks. I was. <laughs> I wasn't. I I had a good. It was a, a a Saturday night well spent in the in the COVID. Oh no, absolutely. I sat down on the group chat with my homegirls because that's where we are in in, uh, <laughs> in life these times. Um and got me a bottle of wine, brought the whole thing here, and sat down in my chair and ordered some nachos, and watched watched it with my girlfriends and with Twitter, kind of. Uh, and, <laughs> you know, so there were a few things. So, yeah, like Kia mentioned, you know, there was a lot of mess that was not, I was like, okay, there's a lot missing here. I remember things being much different than what we're seeing, right. or much bigger, should I say. However, I did walk away later on after thinking about it a little bit. I don't want to say processing because I don't want to go, I don't want to use buzzwords when it comes to, I'm, I'm not processing the Wendy Williams movie, <laughs> but as I had a couple of thoughts after it, um, I said, you know, maybe, maybe it wasn't so much so that it, she was, it was holes in the story. Maybe it was more like you said of her wanting us to get her perspective on her side and some of the things that she was dealing with in her personal life while we all, all already knew that mess. Mm-hmm. Because I was like, all right, y'all, you glazed right on over this Hot 9-7 mess, which was colossal. You glazed right on over this Whitney Houston thing, which was very a very large moment in your career. But I said, well, we all already know these things. Right. That is a, that is truth. So maybe this was for the fact, like she said, I need you to see where I'm coming from. I am trying to figure out who this little 
um, Puerto Rican girl that they had playing her as a child was because <laughs> oh. I, I just I did, I but the lady who played her did a phenomenal job mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I will not take that away from her I don't I don't know who else I could have seen in that role actually I don't know who that lady is she but she did a phenomenal did job work. right she definitely learned did. how to Wendy <laughs> did let me you know what i should find out her name stop calling her that lady i'm gonna find out what her name is (laughs) um that's not shade but like kia said i walked away from it way more entertained than i thought i would be um but who was not entertained was method man's wife i saw that (laughs) she's not with it she was actually (laughs) she was actually very very upset yeah, because Wendy dropped a big bomb right before everything uh, dropped. In true Wendy fashion. the documentary though. came out. Mm-hmm. In true Wendy fashion. Now, let's be clear. Like Kia said, Wendy's huge. <laughs> Noah came in. Noah saw the W. She saw the actress and saw the W and was like, that's not Wendy. <laughs> and I said, no, she's playing Wendy. But the fact that she even knew that that was the W from the Wendy Williams show, even when she was little, I think she was three. Think, you know, my mother-in-law will. She would keep her when she was a baby mm-hmm. and she would see when Noah would be a baby. And she, Wendy! <laughs> like, she just... <laughs> Wendy been around. So, you know, I was... I'm Like like Kia said, with us, we may not necessarily always agree with her approach or necessarily even agree with her. <laughs> but exactly. you have period. to give her the respect. We have to. <laughs> period. 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 She has but to, you have yeah. to... You got to give her respect. You got to give her respect for where she's come from in this industry. I'm not saying she came from a background of struggle, but come from in this industry and seeing the struggles that she dealt with in her childhood um, and the struggles that she dealt with, like he has said, her extremely toxic relationship with uh, the human scrotum. (laughs) That is Kevin. So that was the takeaway. Wendy Williams uh, hour of power Um, (laughs) four hours of power I think the young lady's name the young lady that played her her name is Sierra Payton she uh, Sierra Payton it says here that she she has appeared in The Walking Dead General Hospital Graceland and NCIS she also had a supporting role in Tyler Perry's Amadeus family funeral <laughs> Definitely never saw that, but I did see her in the Wendy Williams movie, and she did a great job. <laughs> Go ahead, ma'am, Sierra Payton. She went to New Orleans Center for Creative Go Arts. Go ahead, Sierra. Yes, 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 yes. Go ahead, girl. She did a good job. She with she played shits. that role. She did. So shout out to Sierra and shout out to Wendy for the footprints, the size eleven footprints <laughs> that she has made in society. Oh Lord, yes. <laughs> We have a, a bit of a different shout out this week. So I think that we should head that direction. Direction. direction Don't feel like direction. sitting in a waiting room right now. None of us do. Planned Parenthood's got you covered. As a leader in using new technologies to provide high quality health care in ways that fit your life. Through Planned Parenthood's virtual appointments, you can get high quality, affordable care your way by phone or video. Trusted providers will listen, give information, and support you in all of your healthcare decisions. Planned Parenthood's telehealth appointments are high quality, affordable, and private, just like in-person visits. 
Whether you need help with birth control, a prescription refill, or other sexual or reproductive care services, skip the waiting room and get the care you need when you need it. Planned Parenthood takes the stress out of health care and is ready when you are. Check out PlannedParenthood.org grown to learn more and book a virtual appointment. That's PlannedParenthood.org grown. Last year showed us that you never know what life is going to throw at you. And if you use credit cards to pay for unexpected expenses, it can be overwhelming to manage that debt. Take control with Upstart so you know exactly what to expect. Upstart is the fast and easy way to get a personal loan to pay off your debt all online. Whether it's paying off credit cards, consolidating high interest debt, or funding personal expenses, over half a million people have used Upstart to get a simple fixed monthly payment. Upstart finds smarter rates with trusted partners with a five minute online rate check. You can see your rate upfront for loans from $1,000 to $50,000. You can get approved the same day and can receive funds as fast as one business day. Find out how Upstart can lower your monthly payments today when you go to upstart.com slash grown. That's upstart.com slash grown. Don't forget to use our URL to let them know we sent you. Loan amounts will be determined based on your credit, income, and certain other information provided in your loan application Go to upstart.com slash grown. My sister's popping right now. Like. Oh, okay. So our shout out is a little different this week. So first and foremost, um, we're not having a kitchen table talk. And you all will see why. Because our shout out is a little bit more extensive. <laughs> and then we're going to do a double honesty box. But uh, we, our shout out is first in honor of Black History Month, which we know we are in the what, second day of now as this mm-hmm, comes out. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And um, we're going to be honoring the life of Cicely Tyson. Absolutely. Queen Cicely. Um, we thought. Yes. Um, <clears throat> I mean, as many of you know, Cicely passed last week um, at the age of 96. And just mm-hmm. in honor of her indelible footprint impact on black life black culture for the last few decades um we wanted to acknowledge Mm -hmm. acknowledge her life and her legacy and just make her the shout out by not only talking about who she was and many of her accomplishments as an artist um and uh a humanitarian but also wanting to mm-hmm. acknowledge um you know just some of our favorite Cicely moments um because you know she, Cicely Tyson been Cicely Tyson since you know I've been a little bitty baby girl like you know what I'm saying like she's been I mean, the listen, Cicely Tyson that's what I'm saying like I've never really known <laughs> okay. life without her so you know losing her is losing one of our major major icons uh cultural icons yeah um and so we wanted to just you know have some time to share some tidbits of information and things that we've learned about her um and her life and her career and also like like I said share some of the some of the moments of her uh you know our lives and what Cicely meant to us. Um, so yes, I was going to start off by saying that, you know, I've always felt a special connection to Cicely because she was born December 19th and I was born December 20th. Yes. So you know, I was going <laughs> to, I have always felt very connected to Cicely. I felt like, you know, you know, you know, 
Y'all got the my, same cheekbones. She was my sister. She was my mother. You know what I'm saying? Mother Sicily and all of her greatness. She gave me, uh, you know, I was, I've always, I've said that since I was a very little girl. Like, you know. You know, Cicely's birthday is the day before mine. We're special. Okay. But what were you going to say? <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say uh, also, well, I did. I was like, she is born the day before Kia because yes. she's the 19th. Yes. And she's from Harlem. Indeed. So Cicely is a Harlem girl. She's a New York Born in Harlem. Like passed me. in Harlem. Okay. Um, so what I thought was so beautiful is that Cicely didn't start off as an actress. I don't know if a lot of no. you didn't know that. She didn't start off as an actress. She started off, she was a receptionist or did clerical work in a, um, in a, in a social office where it was social work. And she was discovered by Ebony and started off modeling for them probably because of those cheekbones that she also I mean, shares legendary. with Kia outside of, <laughs> oh, <it's> the, <laughs> outside of the Sagittarius. Legendary cheekbones. Leg- legendary. But listen, one of the things, one of my favorite stories that I got a chance to hear her tell during one of the interviews um, that she did was that, you know, the dramatic way. Did you hear the dramatic way that she quit her job as a secretary? Oh, no, please share. So she got discovered by a beauty editor at Ebony magazine. Right. right. Um, right. And I think this was in like 1954. I, I read it somewhere. One of these articles I was reading. But yes, she got discovered, I believe, in the 50s. Um, yes. Um, so, yes, she was discovered by a fashion editor, at Ebony magazine. Um, and she quickly rose to the top of the modeling world. When she got discovered, she went into her her boss's office. <laughs> this is mm-hmm. so something that I wish that I could do one day. But she let the people know that she was leaving this job because she and she said, uh, and she and she was quoted as saying, um, <laughs> she was quoted as saying, "I I knew that I was never meant. I knew that my purpose in life was." always greater than banging on a typewriter for the rest of my life. Um, and so I'll, I will be leaving now. Thank you for your time and consideration. So I just like, you know, I could just, be, I could just see her little self very, very grandly saying like, cause you thought I was going to be here banging to a on white this. man. Yes. Like, Oh, sorry. I'm actually called to doing greater things than banging on this type of typewriter for the rest of my days. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I just love that. Yo, she probably that said is it like so big dick energy. Absolutely, like <laughs> she probably did. She probably said it so. She was like, My "I know that." Purpose. Here she goes. She's after loudly announcing, "I know that God did not put me on the face of this earth to bang on a typewriter for the rest of my life." Have a wonderful day. <laughs> um, she's like, catch me in 30 years when I go kill Frank Bennett. So, yes, indeed. Another thing that I thought was cool about Cicely is that when she was a child. Um, as children, she was not. They were not allowed to go see movies. They weren't allowed to go to the movie. Because theater. another thing that Cicely and I have in common is that we were raised in the church. Okay, Cicely. Cicely said that <laughs> she preached at Abyssinian Baptist Church um, three years ago, and she told a story while she was mm-hmm. giving her sermon, and she was saying she said she was in church from Sunday morning until Saturday night every week. <laughs> 
<laughs> and she said, and she went through all of the things that you know as church children we she was like you know on monday night we had young people's meeting and on tuesday night there was old people's meeting and on wednesday there was bible study and on thursday we had choir rehearsal and on friday we had i was like yes girl i know this life so she's yes to your point she was not she did not uh grow up watching movies or television um, and so when she was propositioned with acting, it was kind of just like, what's that? <laughs> so, um, listen, she's like, I don't know anything about this show business world. <laughs> she's like, I didn't have any background in it, period. For sure. Um, and, you know, she, but she still made a way for herself and still made it where she didn't get screwed over. And the amount of integrity that she had, because in all of these years and in all of these roles, she refused to take roles that degraded black women and roles that degraded humans in general. She's like, I'm not doing that. If it's going to be something that's going to do, that's going to degrade me as a human being. I'm not taking the role for sure. And she was able to build this career where we know who Cicely Tyson is as she passed at 96 years old, which my Nana who passed was 96 as well. So I was like, you know, I just felt a little, a little extra affection right there, but Cicely is auntie. Like, she's auntie. I thought it would be fun for us to list a couple of our favorite Cicely roles. Okay. Okay. Um, over time. It don't have to be all of them, just a couple of, of our faves. Um, I I I feel like the most impactful one, the first uh I guess I guess the the one I remember her for the I guess the most. I don't know. I guess I'm, that's weird to say. But mm-hmm. um when she played Benta on in Roots. She played in Roots. Yeah, in Roots. In Roots, as my grand, my grandmother would say, in Roots. She played Benta in, in Roots, and then she played, uh, you know, of course, the Diary of of Miss Jane Pittman. Um, oh yes, those are like the that legendary scene of at the water fountain. Ooh, Lord have mercy. <laughs> we will we will never forget. There were no words uttered, Ooh, honey. Lord it have was mercy. just her walking to a water fountain. It was profound. Oh God, we'll never forget it. Um, and mm-hmm. uh, um, I think I remember her role in The Help. I remember her role in um, she was in Fried Green Tomatoes. I remember that role that she played in that. That is one of my favorite roles. Oh, so Sipsy. good. <laughs> <laughs> so good, so good, so good. Um, let me think. There were so many others. Uh, the Women of Brewster Place. Oh, how could I forget? Mm-hmm. Kenyatta's she mother. She, she smacked Robin Givens right in the mouth. Did, did <laughs> she was playing her mother? <laughs> she was. Yo, Absolutely. did you ever see her her uh, acceptance speech at the um? Oh shit! What was it? The uh, oh oh where she got uh, Shonda Rhimes is the one who gave her the um who presented her with the yes. award. Yes, she got the, the Academy uh, of TV the, uh, or whatever. She, oh yeah, Hall of Fame. The, yes, the, the Academy TV Hall of Fame. That was in like 2018. Her, yeah, yeah. She got up there and she was like, let me talk to my mom first. So she was like, mm-hmm. my mother was very upset that I didn't go to college. Like she was very upset. But she was like, but I'm in an academy now. She was like, so you can't say nothing. <laughs> I love it. I love She's her. like, let go of the disappointment. So- but we uh, we we love 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 Cicely Tyson. We love that she's used her platform for all of this time to speak on social justice issues. She's always stood up for Black women. Always stood up for Black people. 
just they don't make them like that. So I've been just an example of class and and grace and yeah. just like she was was so regal and she yes. wasn't a woman of many words, but she was the kind of but she had such a presence and every time she spoke, she just commanded attention. Um and I just always uh, loved and appreciated that she never tried to be anybody else. She was just authentically Sicily in every space. Yeah. And um she stood for what she believed in and it did not limit her impact right it might mm-hmm. not have, it might have meant like you know and thinking about it the the roles that she turned down and her decision not to be in roles that depicted black women or black people um in stereotypical ways or ways that mm-hmm. uh <clears throat> you know were limited mm-hmm. um her decision to to not do that you know didn't limit you know looking at if you go on her imdb she literally has like hundreds like hundreds and hundreds of pages because we talk about movies but we're not even we haven't even grazed like the television TV. appearance the television nope. tv shows you know what i'm saying like you know and uh, the tv miniseries i'm even thinking like mm-hmm. as a little girl i remember episodes of her and like touched by an angel like i remember her mm-hmm. touched by an angel episode i remember her uh episode on um uh she even did Saturday Night Live. She hosted Saturday she Night did. Live. She did. She hosted it. Um, that was like I, I remember watching that on YouTube one day. Um, and you know, just just she did an SVU episode that is legendary. Um, and you should look it up and find and, and watch it because it's just like, whoo! She did. Yeah, she. That was in two thousand and nine. And of course, we cannot not talk about you know her her playing Ophelia Harkness on uh how to get away with murder that Um, might be the thing that makes me watch the show (laughs) (laughs) we can't not talk about that right so i mean it's just it's just amazing um and it's just been really dope to see how other people have been paying tribute to miss sicily um and her career um Carrie Washington, Shonda Rhimes, Viola Davis, Angela Bassett, Tyler Perry, even Diddy. Like, like so many people have, uh, you know, taken to their social media and used their platforms to just honor her. And, you know, Kennedy honors recipient. She got an uh, honorary Academy Award. Just, I mean, we can just go on and on and on about all of the amazing things that she's done and she's accomplished and in the honor of black history month and in honor of her awesome amazing life well lived we just wanted to feature her um yes you know this week as our spotlight um and i don't know if we'll have a spotlight for the rest of black history month but maybe that's something we can think about but we we know we definitely wanted to uh celebrate the life and the legacy of the legendary Miss Cicely Tyson on Getting Grown. I love I actually kind of love that as a as a series. I think we should celebrate people who deserve their flowers. Maybe people who don't always get the flowers that they deserve, but they deserve them. Um I mean it's only like we only got about three more episodes of Black History. <laughs> Y'all maybe know that's they something don't do that we can right. maybe do. We can have black yeah, history going forward on getting grown and just make yeah and make make it a point to do it. But yeah, we love y'all know you, it's Cicely. Black History Eternity over here. We love you, Cicely Tyson. We really, we really honor do. you. We celebrate you here on getting grown. Thank you for being an awesome example 
of, Absolutely. of evolution and class and grace. I can't wait to to get into your book. Do us all a favor. She her book um her book was published literally like two three days before she passed. Mm-hmm. She was doing press um to promote the book um when she did pass on January twenty eighth. Buy the book, but do me a favor. Don't put no more money in Jeff Bezos' pockets. Find yourself a black mm-hmm. bookstore to purchase the book from. That would be that would um, be that would be dope. And let's read it. Let's read yeah, it. Yeah. I think we should I think we should do that. I think we should do that. Let's For do sure. that. So we're gonna do that and then and then the some of the last words that we saw in the media from Cicely Tyson, which I think we can all take with us in our respective lives and whatever we do in our lives, who we are, what our purpose is and all of those things. She was asked, you know, if there's anything that you could say to just round everything up, what would it be? And she was like, I done my best. Done my best. That's all we can do. Right. It's our best. That's right. And I, I thought that was a beautiful, very simple lesson to show us that it don't have to be a whole lot. You know what I'm saying? As long as you know you're doing what you can do for yourself, you're doing the best you can do for yourself, then that's all you can do. And I think that's a beautiful reminder for each and every one of us. So we love you, Cicely. We just want to honor you here, like he has said, on Getting Grown. And let us mosey on over to these honesty boxes because we've got two of them two of them two of them two of them sick of the same old breakfast here's something new just egg scrambles cooks and tastes just like the eggs you're used to but it's made from plants just egg is protein packed but with less saturated fat and no cholesterol if you have two chicken eggs with breakfast that's already 124 percent of your recommended cholesterol for the day my goodness the science is pretty clear Plant-based diets can have a dramatic improvement in everything from heart health to life longevity. Just Egg tastes and cooks just like conventional eggs. Put it in an omelet, scramble, French toast, banana bread, pad thai, whatever you like to do with eggs. Just Egg is also better for the planet, using 93% fewer carbon emissions and 98% less water than a conventional egg. It takes 53 gallons of water to produce a single egg. Yes, 53 gallons. Imagine carrying 53 gallons of water up your walk upstairs. So y'all know I was a little hesitant. I'm gonna be real honest. I was a little hesitant about this just egg. (laughs) Sorry, just egg, just being honest. (laughs) But as a person who does eat conventional eggs and was hesitant to go in, I tried it. And let me tell you, I was quite pleased so i received the just egg um mix like they said you i'm used it for french toast my french toast was exactly the same um if not a little bit better and then you also got some just egg patties so if you want to make breakfast sandwiches i was able to make breakfast sandwiches i read the ingredients the wonderful thing about the ingredients is i was able to identify everything that's in it and i said okay well this is how we make a plant-based egg your girl is intrigued and i tasted it and it 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 tasted like it was supposed to taste it was delicious it tastes like breakfast you can find Just Egg pretty much anywhere at most grocery stores, including Whole Foods, Walmart, and Kroger, and on Amazon Prime Now or Instacart. Just Egg, a better egg for you and your family. Thank you, Just Egg. It's a great product and from a company with a great mission. Mission. Honestly, truly. All right. 
So we got two Honesty Backs questions this week. And we're going to start with the first listener. Would you like to give her a pseudonym, sis? Sure. Let's call her uh, Wanda. Wanda. Wanda writes, Dear Jade and Kia, praise the Lord, niggas. Ladies, I love the show. Your realness and candor about being black women in America is refreshing and comforting. We just want us all to feel included, Wanda. I'm writing to you because I need some advice on honoring my late grandmother. We're very, we send our love first and foremost before we move forward. She died on January 6th unexpectedly and I wasn't ready for the loss I felt. I feel a sadness like I've never felt before. Jade, you mentioned your Nana passed away over the holidays. My sincere condolences. Thank you. If your Nana was like my granny, she was one with the Lord. Mm -hmm. And I know they're in a better place. That's what I'm telling myself about my granny for some comfort. Anyway, here's my situation. My grandmother has three grandchildren and she's always said she wished we were closer. The grandchildren aren't enemies or anything, but we are seven years apart and live in different states. Granny was our connector. Honestly, she was the connector for the whole family. She has four kids, none of whom are close, and I know my grandmother felt like the grandkids could break the cycle of beefing within the family. I'm 35, my younger cousin is 28, and my older cousin is 42. My grandmother told me all the time that she really wished me and my younger cousin especially were closer as I could be a mentor to her. Both my cousin and I have mothers who were more interested in men or partying or anything other than mothering us when we were young. This caused some trauma in both of our childhoods. Thank God for our grandmother, right? When my cousin and I do get together, we have so much fun learning about all the things we have in common. It's wild, from dating struggles, health concerns, job struggles, and just being a black woman in America. So here's my question. My cousin lives in North Carolina and just bought a house. She has a nine-year-old daughter. I live in Ohio, and I'm single. (laughs) Please stop. She said chronically single. I have a life <laughs> with friends and, of course, my dad, but I, but realistically, nothing is holding me here. My dad has a wife, so if I left, he has someone. I'm a teacher. I can go anywhere career-wise. Should I move to Charlotte to be closer to my younger cousin? She, my cousin, told me, you know my house has four bedrooms in case you ever want to move. Her words struck me, but I'm also still hearing the words of our grandmother that we should be closer. Our grandmother was my cousin's rock. My grandmother helped raise my cousin's daughter and even quarantined with her so my cousin could work while her daughter did virtual school i feel sadness for my cousin like our grandmother dying has hit her the hardest because she's the youngest and our grandmother was her person my cousin doesn't have that support from our grandmother anymore or anyone else for that matter is it time for me to step up and move closer so i can be there or is it arrogant of me to think she even needs someone now that our grandmother is gone I look forward to your thoughts, Jade and Kia. Virtual hugs and fist bumps. Oh, Wanda. Um, yeah. Again, as Jade says, you know, we're praying your strength uh, through this time of grief and loss that you are navigating. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm grateful and honored that you would trust us to absolutely maybe help you think about, uh, you know, your steps forward and living a life in honor and tribute to your grandmother. Um, I think that, you know, I think that you should honor your feelings in this, in this, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be so dismissive of your feelings. If you feel 
uh, compelled or led to be there for your cousin, um, I think that you should share with her what you've shared with us. And I think, you know, it's not about, I like just to your, to your, one of your latter points in your email where you were talking about, you know, not wanting to assume, um, that she needs you or anything like that. I think I'm just, one of the things I'm looking forward to doing with more intention is like ridding myself of, of assumptions, making assumptions and being impacted by the assumptions of others. I know that I'm not going to be able to totally avoid it, but I think one of the things that we can do to sort of not let our own assumptions rule our lives is to not make them assumptions anymore by getting information. So mm. I think there's nothing wrong with having a conversation with your cousin, being honest with her about, you know, what she said. And I think that, um, you know, asking her, like, you know, I remember our, our, what you said in terms of there being space in your house. And I've been thinking about taking you up on that offer and wanted to talk to you about what that would look like not making mm -hmm. any assumptions, but just kind of saying, you know, let's talk about what that will look like. If that's a real possibility, if that's something that will work for me and work for you, it's not something that it's a decision that you should make together um, versus you deciding um, it on your own or trying to figure it all out on, on your own. You can take that pressure off of yourself and just be open, just be transparent. Like, Hey, I've been thinking mm -hmm. about what you said and thinking about, what it would look like and thinking about our grandmother's last or, or wish, or I would say thinking about our grandmother's wish or desire for us to be closer um, and thinking about what that would look like in practice and, you know, involving your cousin in that decision-making. Cause it seems like, <clears throat> as you said, there are other things going on in your life. I mean, other, like your life seems to be otherwise situated to where a move would make sense um, in terms of, you know, it wouldn't it wouldn't pose a huge risk to your professional career and your father is good you know what i'm saying so there's nothing really holding you where you are and it, you and you seem to be open to the idea of of you know something new so yeah i mean i i, I guess my advice is you don't have to make this decision on your own talk to your mm -hmm. cousin like you talk to us and y'all can make this decision together I think that is perfectly put. I have nothing to add to that. <laughs> I, I have nothing to add. I've Kia said it very beautifully. So Wanda, um, please keep us posted on, you know, on what happens if you decide to move, if you all have that conversation, we'd love to hear. But I think, I think that your heart is in a beautiful place. Um, For sure. And so with, with all those recommendations from Kia, I, I really feel like, that could be a successful situation. And also, who's to say if you move in with her that it's going to be forever? Maybe it just puts you all in a closer proximity. Maybe you go and then you kind of get your own stuff together and get your own spot after. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And you, you guys are still there are many down ways. the street There are many ways that this could work out. Right. Yeah. There's many ways that this can work out. Um, that's why I think it's, it's best to kind of make a, you know, think, talk to your cousin and make a plan yeah. for what would be, uh, you know, how to move forward um and then not like jay said don't feel the pressure of it being you it's not a marriage right so yeah. if it doesn't work 
it doesn't even have to be no beef it could just be like you know how about for the next year or the next six months i come kick it with you for a little while and then we can kind of reassess and see where that is or what that is you know blah 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 absolutely absolutely so keep us posted wanda um and we send you love right now while you're dealing with the with the loss of your grandmother um you know we both are no strangers to that so we send you all the love right now for you and your family we have one more would you like to give her a pseudonym sis okay let's call her allison okay allison Allison says, good day, ladies. Greetings and salutations and all that jazz. Let me give you all the accolades and props you ladies deserve to expose the true scam that is adulting. Oh, she actually gave us her own pseudonym. So she's Allison, a.k.a. Tired. (laughs) Tired. I'm sorry. (laughs) She said, because that's what I am. Tired of my husband being in other folks' business. Ooh. So she says, we've been married for five years and the entire time of our marriage, he's been in other people's business. He has a number of friends who have had terrible marriages, according to him. He takes it upon himself to tell them what to do in their marriage and gets upset when they don't listen to him. I have tried to explain how none of this concerns him, but he has in his little pea-sized head... (laughs) Yes, <laughs> he has it in his little pea-sized head that he is being a good friend and only wants the best for them. Um, that's all well and good, but what does this have to do with you or better yet us? My motto is what do I look like telling an adult what to do once they have made that adult decision for themselves? You don't pay a bill in that house, so leave the adult to live with their decisions. I've tried for years to get him to realize he's not doing the Lord's work and to leave these people alone. (laughs) He's a brick wall and I just let him continue to bury himself in mess. I need advice on how to keep my sanity and how to ignore this fool while he just keeps up trouble for himself. Thank you for everything in advance. Sincerely, Allison, a.k.a. Tired. Mm. I don't know. So Allison's husband is is waist deep in other people's business, and she is sick of it. I don't know. I think you should take the first go at this because I don't have a husband. <laughs> um. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I don't. I. I would. I would love to hear your input, and then I will just add on if I have anything to add on. My husband is like super opposite of this, but okay. So, um, you know what? I actually, I think she actually, you asked it right. Allison tired. (laughs) That's your first and last name. Tired Allison. Yes. Tired Allison. You asked, you asked the right question because you can't control him ultimately, right? You can't control his decisions. Mm -hmm. So you need to figure out how to keep your own sanity. I say therapy is always a wonderful way (laughs) of figuring out ways to keep your sanity outside of the obvious, figuring out what kind of hobbies and things you can do to kind of take up your own time and then setting boundaries first and foremost. So if he comes to you with this, uh, with this mess of other people's business, you set a hard boundary. Listen, I'm not getting involved in people's business and I don't want to hear about them people's business. 
and I love you. And I'd love to hear all about your business. If you want to come to me and tell me about your, your feelings, your emotions, your deep, deeper, most innermost thoughts, your opinions about politics or dinner or what, anything Mm -hmm. that concerns our household or you. If you want to come share those things, I am all the way here. I will be your sounding board. But if you are coming to tell me anything else about your friend's business, I do not want to hear it. And I think by setting a very hard boundary, he's going to have no choice but to get the get the the clue. I hope. Agreed. <laughs> I think yeah. I I I think where I was headed, it was the same in terms of just enforcing the boundary, just mm-hmm. committing to being diligent. Because I mean, it's clear that this is not going to be something that you only going to have to say one time. Like he's no. going to. I think I think creating a boundary. Um, it's really your best bet creating and enforcing this boundary. Like I, I, we are not doing this. Like, Mm -mm. I don't know who you're going to tell, but I don't, this is the T it's not. Okay. Not even we at this point, I'm not doing this. I correct. (laughs) Period. (laughs) But yeah, it's tired. Allison. I think that that is what, yeah, I don't know. This is, I've never, I'm actually kind of shocked to hear this. Now I do know that that men are nosy and men can be gossips, but I I've yeah. never, yeah, heard of. I mean, this is new to me to hear a man to be this invested in in other people's business. Uh, um, and I, I'm curious about that. Well, okay, see, men niggas are are messy. I have noticed that. I was like, oh, y'all gossip yes. quite a bit. Um, they I don't do. really deal in with their it. Own a, way, but totally, they do. But they do, and I I have I don't really deal with a nosy a nosy partner. Um, but I have seen a, a lot of men. I have a friend actually whose partner is not necessarily nosy, but just more so intrusive and, uh, and thinks that he is all knowing. Right. <laughs> and so sometimes I think, yeah, it's more like a savior complex type of situation. Like, well, I feel like, you know, a high horse type of, so it might be something more along the along the lines of those. And he might just need to get burned a couple times in the ass in order to learn his lesson. And that's not something that you'll be able to do um, before so your own saying? sanity. Is she, saying that, is she saying that her husband is going out to identify? Like, is he is he inserting himself in this? Or is this like people come to him and ask him for stuff? Um, he takes it upon himself, is what she said, to tell them what to do in their marriages and gets upset when they don't listen to him. Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. Got it. Okay. So large ego and um, large savior complex. Mm. Not talking shit about your husband, tired Allison. Just no, piggybacking off of you. <laughs> yeah. Just reading the email. But... That's what it sounds like, you know, and again, he's an adult. You can't control him, but you can't control you, sis, and you can't control the peaceful peaceful situations around you <laughs> directly. And if if part of that is like he is enforcing that boundary, hard body and being like I'm I'm not cutting shutting it down. I'm not listening to this. Like literally I'm not. Go talk <laughs> to the cat. <laughs> Let us know how that works out for you. I'm like, how many friends do he, does he have with marriage problems? I'm just so fascinated. 
Wow. I'm so fascinated. But uh, continue to send your honesty box questions. Uh, tired Allison, you keep us posted. And the rest of you Please. continue to send your honesty box questions to gettinggrownpodcast at gmail.com. And we will move along to our black person self-care. I deserve Oh, it's black person self-care time. And my black woman self-care this week is, uh, so I know you all are probably about tired of listening to me talk about cleaning <laughs> and, and whatnot, but um, this is, it's not even on a surface level. I have literally been going in my, through my house. I had a friend come by, um, COVID safe, obviously this is part of my quarantine. Um, and she helped me. This is part of us recognizing some of the things that we need that we talked about last week a little bit and, and so mm-hmm. forth. And one of those things that I realized I needed was help. Um, so she came by and she helped me do a deep organization of my storage closet um and kind of reconfiguring some things through my dining room and my living room and all of that to make for a better flow of space and just some small shifts that ended up just being something that I just really needed you know sometimes you need somebody to help you buckle down and just do do the shit you know what I'm saying and um she's coming back for one more day and we're going to get the rest of, you know, the rest of the house. But in the meantime, I have been reorganizing every cabinet in my kitchen. I took a ton of shit downstairs in my building for people to take kitchen supplies away. And, you know, there was a ton of recycling. You would have thought we were moving the way I was clearing out. But I've been going through every drawer, every junk drawer, reorganized all the, the um, like, just the appliances and the mixing board and the, you know, moved glassware and vitamins and medicine and went through all the vitamins to see what's old. You know what I'm saying? If you've got expired things in there and what needs to be thrown out, just doing a really intentional um, clearing out and just trying to get rid of like junk and just, you know, kind of knowing what's in my space instead of accumulating stuff all over the place you get have 100 can items are any of those expired are any of your condiments expired like are you is, you know do you have three bottles of vitamin d can they all can they be consolidated into one <laughs> things like that so it's been really 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 refreshing for me because i'm seeing that the the light at the end of this project um which i know is going to ultimately lead to a, a clearing in my head so that i can focus on you know, some more important things in my life at the moment, as opposed to thinking about a project each day that I need to complete in my house, knowing that there's only so many hours to do it. So that's my black woman self-care this week. This purging has been really, really beautiful for me. Clothes, appliances, just shit I don't need. Um, And that's mine. What you got? Um, Latoya and I um, and a group of friends um, are doing a book club. We're reading um, that that's specifically dedicated to um, thinking about how we think. Um, it's about renewing our minds and um, trying to um, identify some of the patterns and habits um, that we have that no longer serve us and, and mm-hmm. strategizing around how to make different choices um, and, you know, change the way that we think about ourselves and our situations. Um, 
and the book club met for the first time um sunday evening so uh i um i don't know like you know the book the book itself is uh a really good book it's called the game of life and how to play it um it's written by um a woman uh, of faith who really kind of breaking down some of uh some biblical principles and mm-hmm. um you know health like you know thinking about mindfulness and consciousness and how to kind of apply some of the things that we read about and recite in the bible to our everyday lives and so um the first the first book club meeting the first chapter was really about taking stock and thinking about some of the things you know, you know, kind of thinking about, are we happy in our lives? Why or why not? Um, and there was, it was a kind of a rough conversation, right? Cause it kind of forced all of us to be really open and transparent about some of the things that we're struggling with. Um, mm-hmm. and I was a little overwhelmed by it at first, like, you know, wow, you know, I don't know, kind of like, kind of like how the first time I went to therapy, I was overwhelmed by just like, wow, I'm really jacked up. <laughs> but, but, um, <laughs> So, you know, I kind of had similarly. I'm not laughing at you being jacked up. No, it's true. It's true, though. I just, you know, I think, you know, I it it just kind of proves how I tend to go about thinking about things. as like, Mm -hmm. you know, final destinations and not like a process. Um, Mm -hmm. And that's kind of one of the things that I noticed, like, oh, wow, that's going to be really hard. And then I don't try because it's going to be hard. Um, mm-hmm. so that's some, one of the things that I'm trying to work against. So I say all that to say that we had our first meeting yesterday and it was tough, right? You think a book club is supposed to be all like, yes, girl. Yes. But I mean, it was really about like being held accountable for some of the things that mm-hmm. we say and why we say it and how to, how to change. So that. that's, that's what I'm doing in black women self-care. I'll keep y'all posted. Um, and yeah, like I said, I don't know. I haven't read the book. I guess I shouldn't say it's it's really good so far. But the first chapter was really good. And I guess I'll keep you guys posted on how it goes. <laughs> please, please keep us posted. I'm very interested to see the journey. And I love that. I love that concept. I think that's beautiful. We do have to find ways to hold each other accountable and be accountability partners and find, you know, creative methods of doing doing that so that we can all just be our best selves. Go off. We have work to do. We have work to do. Well, I think it's time for us to be our lower selves now and head on over to the petty peeves. What do you think? (laughs) I'm down. And I want to be very responsible of the things I say to my sister. Because everybody knows I can be real petty. P E to the T T Y, honey. honey. All right. I'm ready to be petty. Um, and and then this is probably gonna be just that. So we've talked about a lot. You know, we've talked about my name, how it's pronounced, how it's spelled. We've talked about that a lot, right, <laughs> on on this show and throughout my life, right? And, you know, that's something that I mm-hmm. have talked with my mother about at great length. Like, I don't know if she knows, you know, you know, because of the choices that you made around how my name, how my name is both pronounced and spelled has just resulted in a lot of labor for me, but... That's neither here nor there, right? What's done is done. But my mm-hmm. petty peeve today is about my name and it is about about me being frustrated about how people see my name. Like whether my name, because my name is in my email address. It's in my Instagram <laughs> handle. It is there yes. and it is spelled correctly. So I am more all the more frustrated when my name 
is literally right there. And still, y'all just <laughs> spell it however you want to spell it. Okay? Like, however you want. Like, literally, my handle is at Takia Nicole. And literally, like, it is literally right there just under the comment icon that you press to leave your comment. And still, Thanks. you get in your comment and spell my name how you want to spell it. I think I saw a T A. The disregard. <laughs> apostrophe. It's the, it's the apostrophes yeah. for me. It's the apostrophes. It is the, you know, I mean, hey, whatever. <laughs> I just, I just am fascinated by how you just disregard the correct spelling that is right there to spell it how you want to spell it. And that's, that's just, that's just it. Period. Oh, um, I, the fact that I know exactly what you're talking about is <laughs> I'm dying internally. I mean, right it happens now. so much. It happens so it much. Does. It happens in email. It happens on Twitter. And I mean, you, the, the, what's crazy is that you probably don't know which one I'm referring to. It just happens that much. Oh, oh, right. I'm, yes apologies. <laughs> yes well yes. just in case y'all had any questions you spell kia's name t-y-k-e-i-a they spell it to kia how they want to spell it however they want to spell it and when i call her ty kia on the show that's a troll let's just be clear it's that's not joke. her name yeah her name is takia takia t everybody say it with that's me t-y-k-e <laughs> I A. Well, Lord, we'll see. Good I don't. Day. I don't have any belief that it will make a difference. But you know, thank you. <laughs> but yes, that's my petty peeve. That's fair, sis. I apologize. <laughs> I'm okay. so sorry that you do that. You're dealing with this. Um, my petty peeve this week is for the old nigga in the bodega. It's always a bodega. It's always a nigga in the bodega. So I go up to the counter. I'm there. It's just me and the guy in the store behind the counter at this point. So this old nigga walks in. And he walks right up on my back. I don't know what it is about you niggas like to walk, like in the walk up on people's backs. Not even just in a pandemic, like in general, but especially, especially in a panzanella, please. So... Mm. I'm at the counter and paying for my stuff. And then the nigga, nigga walks up real fast and walks up. And I said, whoa, 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 brother, you got to back it on up. He was like, well, you ain't got to be scared of me. I said, ain't nobody scared <laughs> of you, bro. It's a fucking pandemic outside. Get off my back. <laughs> like, nigga, don't stand near me. Don't stand close to me. So... He starts going on and on. Of course, I'm a bitch about three, four different times. All because I asked this man not to walk up and stand up on my back. And uh, I'm not going to tell you all, all the things that I wished on him on my way out of the store. Oh, Lord. But it was ugly. <laughs> well, it was ugly. I just, you know, I did it very calmly because I was like, I'm not going to take this nigga seriously. Like anybody who anybody who's going to fight you who wants to argue with you about you telling them to, to get off your back 
is not well. And so therefore I'm, I'm not going to fight you. I'm not going to scream at you, but I did tell him seven different things that were going to happen to him as I walked out of that store. Oh no. I was like, all right, sir, I'll be a bitch, but you are going to choke on your spit at some point today. Promise. Um, (laughs) But that's my petty peeve this week. (laughs) That's my petty peeve. That is another episode of Getting Grown. Uh, Thank you all always for tuning in, for listening. Shout out to everybody who was really happy with the episode last week. Shout out to Good Moms, Bad Choices for having us on their show. I hope you all were able to head on over there and go listen and support. Um, And thank you for supporting them over here on the show as well. Sis, you want to take it out for us? Listen, we've had a good show. We have uh, enjoyed another round of conversation at the kitchen table. We think, again, I want to echo Jade's thanks to you for joining us um, this week. We look forward to you joining us next week. For more fun. Um, in the meantime, <laughs> I want you to continue to uh, moisturize your skin. Because that's always critical, especially in these winter months, right? We also need you to uh, drink your water because hydration is essential to clean living. Finally, as we discussed at length during our trash segment, there is so much joy and peace in minding your own business. And if you don't have any business, uh, then, uh, you know, that's that that illustrates, you know, that you are focused on the wrong things because there are (laughs) there's just a host of things that you could be worried about, uh, you know, for yourself, your house, your livelihood, your bank account, your bathroom, your uh, uterus, your scrotum, Mm. all of the things that belong to you your mouth you know what i'm saying your teeth Mm -hmm. all of these things are important and need to be cared for and minded like the things that belong to you so you should mind those things and not mind anything else all right because that's what's going to make sure that you live long and you live a life um that is well moisturized because your black will crack if it's dry absolutely goodbye goodbye (laughs) (laughs) Ow, 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 ow.